from Ennui. This is Ennui Talk. You can support the show and other Ennui projects by subscribing to Ennui Plus on Patreon. But for now, sit down and enjoy. I've got a um, file my certificate three, wherever the fuck it is, and then send it back to work. See, my book for my management was supposed to be sent last Monday. Then found out on the Tuesday, found it in my junk mail, telling me, hey, yeah, gotta have that sent. But then they they contacted like head office and they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. And like all, because they just changed over, McDonald's just changed over their like whole, the training stuff and the management stuff. Like we do it online. Mm. And because it's all all courses online as well, it's changed with it. Um, And like half the shit wasn't popping up. They had to contact IT so I could do watch the video on unannounced food safety. I still can't get my safety and security done because it says I have to have my everything already completed. And I'm like, I can't complete the final thing, mm. which is post work, which is just handing my book in until this is yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And they have like a whole library, which is called like Fred or something now. And you go onto it and you type in anything. And it's like, oh, so we have no results. So there's like nothing on the website. They just like launched it on a whim, it seems like fucking annoying it's like i'm just trying to get my fucking course done but they, they don't they don't seem to care because like they're all freaking it out as well like okay how long is welcome back to the we talk podcast i'll include some of this in mm. but how long has coronavirus been going on now like it was start of march was it no the the first cases were confirmed in like october last year was it really that long yeah but it never became like a massive thing in australia until yeah about march See, I feel like it's it's affecting everybody. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're still, like, McDonald's are still figuring out how the fuck to do all, all of their shit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? All the businesses at the moment have to adapt to it. And it's like, it is insane mm. what they have to do at the moment to, like, they basically have to redesign their entire business model to get things to work properly for them. It's Absolutely. ridiculous. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. Like, what, it. at what point, okay. Because, I, we all know New Zealand did great. Hey, yeah, great. Blah, blah, blah. Um, no cases, blah, blah, blah. And then like last week, they got new cases again. Mm. Like I think everyone was going to hit with the second wave. And like New Zealand's got hit with the second wave, but also like fuck their economy. Is the, like, that's just from what I heard and what I've read and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But what would you do? Yeah. Do you it's... fuck your economy for a little bit? I think New Zealand's strategy is they just go hard really early. Mm. So as soon as they start getting hotspots, it's mm. just lock everything down. Yeah. And it works really well for them because, yeah, they had 100 days without any confirmed that's cases, crazy. which is fantastic for them. No one else had, no one else will be able to do that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Like, There's a couple of other countries around the world that haven't really been affected, but they're all very just shut in and yeah. they're not really huge economic powers anyway. Like China and America and Australia... Yeah, some parts of Australia. Some parts are all Very right. Like we're all right. Here. We're quite all right here. Like we're we're going yeah, with the cases around, mm. but I think we're very lucky in Australia because we're really spaced out. Mm. Like we have a lot of landmass to mm. our for our population, so we can like really just spread out. And we have like the metro areas. Yeah, they get hit pretty hard. Fuck yeah! But that's always going to happen. That's going to happen no matter what. Like we're out here in the rural setting and we're pretty good as long as we yeah follow the social distancing rules yeah. and wear our face masks you've been wearing face masks man? yes good oh i've had some people like 
it's like, okay, we have to wear face masks. And some people are like, oh, yeah, it's shitty, but it's okay. Like, some people who go, oh, this is shitty, I don't want to wear them. And there's some people like, oh, it's shitty, but it's okay. But then, like, they're talking to someone at, like, over the counter and they'll take it off because they can't hear them. I'm like, what the fuck? It defeats the purpose. defeats the yeah. purpose. And then you see some people who are like, not wearing really, like, they just, oh. I think it's just, like, it is what it is. Let's yeah. just wear the mask, get over it. Like, I, I was thinking, when I, when, I, when I worked on Friday, oh, no, sorry, not Friday, Sunday, and I was in the wash-up doing it, and I was wearing it. And, like, it got to the point where I didn't even realise I was wearing it. I'm just so used to it after a week. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah, it becomes habitual. You yeah, just exactly. get used to it, yeah. Have, do you have to wear them at work at the moment? At work, no. Mm. Only if we're in very confined spaces with people for longer than about half an hour. Right. Well, that's understandable. So, yeah, if we're breaching social distancing, we have to be, mm. yeah, close to people. So they're not forcing it yet, mm. but it could get to that stage if things don't clear up soon. Yeah. Like if it starts getting really, really bad. For clarification for our fans, what sort of business do you work in? I work in... Please don't lie. Open cut mining. No, okay. I thought you can say, I work in... So we've got this little, um, this little area and like people come in, we have sex, they have sex and then they pay us money and they walk out. I think it's called a... It's called a brothel? Brothel, yeah. Brothel. Would you ever work at a brothel? Would I? Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, the, you know, behind the desk guy at the front be like, oh yeah. Hey Cindy, how you going? Yep. This guy's available. He's also oh, like we're selling at men, just men. Oh, I thought what? Oh, we, well, should we sell out men or women uh, mm. for sex? Is prostitution illegal in Australia or is it not? I don't know. I have a. I think I remember reading. I don't feel reading, like it's legal. I don't. I. Well, I feel like that. I remember reading or hearing that it's illegal in Australia just to be like on the corner being a prostitute. But with if it's within the business of a brothel. Maybe it's like within, like you're just within the walls. Maybe because there are quite a few brothels around Australia. There are. Remember that one that we went to? Oh, that was a good night, wasn't it? Funny, funny joke. Funny joke. I don't think I could ever go to a brothel. I don't think I could ever pay for sex. It's no. like, it's just it's, what, okay. What's worse, paying for sex or paying for someone's OnlyFans? What's well, the dif- What's the difference? Well, one's a subscription and one's a one-off. <laughs> what? One's just a one-off. Oh, so it's like you Jesus. only feel bad for a little bit. Oh, God. I wonder how much it is to actually pay for sex. I don't know. Like, you see in the movies, right? Like, you see people paying for sex and it's like a couple hundred dollars or whatever. Actually, like, when I stayed at a hotel in Sydney, Mm. I'm not going to mention the hotel name, they had, like, a wall of, like, you know, like, uh, brochures of, like, things in the area. And there was, like, a section for escorts. Mm. This was when I was in high school, like, Mm. year eight or nine or something. Mm. I was like... That seems cool. So, like, in the middle of the night when... Because it was on, like, a school thing that I was doing. Mm. And I went down to, like, the lobby and went and got a couple of the brochures and went back up to my room and I sat there reading them and I was like... It's like the premium services for, like, an hour was, like, $400 or something like that. So, would a premium service be... I don't know what it includes. It didn't mention that. It just said standard deluxe and then, like, premium and they have different tiers and, like, each of them was slightly more expensive. And then you get the... There's like the lower end girls and then the higher end girls. Oh, yeah. and so the ugly girls and the pretty girls. I wouldn't necessarily ugly girls and pretty girls. Just, I don't know. There's just probably some exclusivity given to some for no reason. Mm, interesting. Just to, for profit. I don't know. So I feel like the standard would be like, just, you know, like hand stuff and mouth stuff. And then deluxe would be like reg- regular vaginal intercourse. And I feel like deluxe around. is like... like if you're going to get the... What's the what's above, above Deluxe? The Premium. Premium. That's got to be well, like... maybe it was Premium and then Deluxe. Well, one, the, the most expensive has got to be Either butt way. stuff, like at least. Do you think they would all have to be like... um, Like have their... 
their um their tests for like you know HIV and AIDS and like sexual transmitted disease and shit. You'd hope so. It's like a doctor's <laughs> office when you walk in and they've got all the certificates on the wall. Yeah. It's like you walk into the room and there's just all the certificates <laughs> on the wall saying they're free of like all of the different STDs. All our bitches are <laughs> all our bitches are STD free. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, certified brothel of the year. 2020 you think it's a brothel award like there's like there's obviously like eight the the, the adult um entertainment oh. awards and shit like that i don't know if there would be probably not in australia why do you think there's Definitely no porn in industry here? What, is it is it illegal to i think it's like illegal to distribute is it no it's it's illegal to something well, it's not illegal to like distribute i think it's illegal to there's 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 some legality that they have to work around oh yeah but i don't know what it is that's different to america and most other countries it's, be like yeah, distribution laws under like what's it or called? Maybe production. Where they have like um the ratings and stuff. What's yeah, yeah, the yeah. Organization that organizes uh, that. I, I know the American one, but I can't remember the Australian one. Yeah, it's not the it's like the AA. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's laws written by them that it's like you know you have to have all of this stuff and yeah. I think it's like, a pro- I feel like it's a production thing. Yeah, because like distribution, like with the internet, it's like there's no real yeah. You just start an OnlyFans account and yeah, exactly. boom, there you go. <laughs> Actually, I saw something the other day and there's apparently some law in Australia that's... Oh, I need to find the exact tweet because I do not want to get my information incorrect. So Australia, the, the government itself is trying to pass a law that would restrict people in Australia. Let me look. YouTube Australia. YouTube Australia. That's not what I really... That's not like the... There was a thing I was reading in like one of those updates the government released about all the COVID restrictions mm. and it was like, oh, the curfews and all this sort of stuff and the lockdown. And then there was like a subsection that it's like, this doesn't mean the end of booty calls or something like Sorry, that. Sorry, what? This yeah. is a government release. Yeah. It was like an official document released by the government and it said, this doesn't mean the end of booty calls or something like that. What the fuck? Like, oh, Jesus. That's, I mean, at least they've got people's best interests at heart. It's like best interests at heart. Yeah. That's, that's what that's the government's what thinking of us. Yeah. They're keeping that in there for the, for the MPs. Okay. Here it is. Um, there's a proposed new law known as the new media bargaining code that could be, have a significant negative impact on the creator ecosystem in Australia. First of all, there's no real ecosystem unless you're a beauty guru or like a, I can't think of any decent Australian channels. Really, like it's it's weird how Australia doesn't have an industry in online entertainment. It very it baffles me very much. There's a handful. I don't know. Maybe there's some laws we don't know about. I don't know. I also think it's because there's no well, there's no fucking. It's the same thing with like um how. Oh, I was reading actually. I watched. I listened to an interview with Jim Jeffries, the mm. comedian, and he was talking about like okay, if he stayed here in Australia as a comedian, um the best he could really do, like, you know, he can make a living being a stand-up, but the biggest thing is, is just like hosting a, a morning, um, a morning radio show and they get paid like a fuckload of money. But mm-hmm. to be an actual comedian, that's why we moved over to England because there's like, well, England and America are where the, um, the industries are for that's comedy. where the scene is, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just fucking get this fucking thing back up for him. Fair enough. Um, YouTube may be sorry. YouTube may be obligated to give large news, news publishers confidential information about, about their systems that they could use to try and appear higher in rankings on YouTube, disadvantaging all other creators. This would mean you could receive fewer views and earn less. Um, that seems like something that they've sort of been doing already. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the whole um, 
what do you call it? The the trending pages like Lele Pons, maybe a PewDiePie video, Tonight Show, Tonight Show, Tonight Show, James Corden, that fat fuck, um, Ellen. Do you know what I mean? Like it seems like that's the way they've really been doing it. Yeah. Anyway. I never look at the trending on YouTube. Oh, fuck no. It gives me cancer every time I look there. Absolutely. It's like it doesn't appeal to anyone. No, well, it's a. Um, I see. I do know that it's different in each, in each country as well. Like oh, obviously, right. okay. I, 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 see, I thought it was like overarching. Yeah, worldwide. I didn't know that. But it's not. Um, each country has their own local mm. training page. Okay. Um, big. Big news businesses can dem- demand large amounts of money and above, large amounts of money above and beyond what they earn on the platform, leaving fewer funds to invest in you, our creators, and the programs to help you develop your audience in Australia and around the globe. Spew businesses can demand large amounts of money from who? Who? who I, it doesn't really leaving funds mm. f- to invest. In, oh, so from YouTube itself. Oh, but right. why? I don't understand how that can be. Big news businesses can demand large amounts of money above and beyond what they earn on the platform. So high ad rates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Okay. But why would they? Why would they be given the right to do that? Why would the government even let a law like that through? That's that. That baffles me. I can't think of any reason and they can seek access to data about viewers use of products as well which is a whole (laughs) isn't that what google does yeah anyway they can see you know farming people's information exactly facebook tiktok i deleted tiktok the other day not because of the privacy thing never even had it didn't you no good see what i realized (laughs) it's the same exact actually i was in this conversation with someone the other day the same thing with like reddit as well like i I'm, i'm on twitter and i sort of browse and i've sort of like um I've sort of customized how my feed looks in a way. Like yeah. I tend to some like every few days go, okay, I don't like this. I don't like this. Unfollow, um, hide this person. Cause like, you know, you might not follow anybody. It's like, oh, this person like this or this person like this. You can mute those people, blah, blah, blah. It becomes a, a much better time spending on the social media. Yeah. Um, okay. But it was the same thing with like, if it, if something's really good on, on Reddit or really good on TikTok, it's going to show up on Twitter or somewhere else eventually that I would like to see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I've gone really right. Like, okay. I've always talked about like social media, minimalism, minimalism, all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. We've probably, t- we've t- we talked about it like last year or the year before. Yeah. Because I don't like spending lots of time on social media. Yeah. Either. Neither. Yeah. And I've got to the point where it's like, I'll check my phone just to see what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then a lot of a lot of it's like messaging as well. Like, and it's like, I might message one person on Instagram. I talk to them solely on that platform. But I could easily talk to them on Messenger or Snapchat and do the exact same thing. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I'm on Instagram already. Let's have a scroll, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Okay. That's where my problems come in. I don't yeah. think it's like sometimes it's like scrolling through the feed, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then sometimes I start following more accounts, blah, blah, blah. Or following this person because I want them to... Like, just in the back of my head, I want them to follow, not follow me back. I want them to be interested in my, what I'm posting, what I have to say, and all that sort of shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, with my social media stuff, I only use Snapchat for messaging. Mm. I only use Instagram for, like, that's the only platform I post things on. Mm. I don't post things on any other form of social media. Mm. And even then, it's only every now and then. Mm. Um, I do, I have recently started using Instagram to like follow other people, things I'm interested in, but it's mostly just like whiskey stuff and four driving stuff, things like that. Yeah. Like just every now and then I'll feel like, oh, you know, it's interesting. I'll have a look. 
Because I feel like those platforms as well, it's like there's stuff on those platforms they're not posting on. Like YouTube, and not, you know what I mean? Like they might not have a dedicated YouTube account, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you can also just view it and then, you know, for a minute and then go to bed or have a look at this photo then. Yeah, it's just quick little... And that's what it, yeah. Just bites of, oh, you know, that picture looks cool. Mm. Like they did well there and that's it. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in walls of text when I'm on Instagram. No, fuck no. Whereas like I use Reddit as well, but that's where I'll more look at like the text posts and mm. read through things and find a good meme and go into the comments and have see what people are saying. I never post anything on Reddit. I barely even like or dislike things on Reddit. It's just, you know, it's there and scroll through it for a while. And So I went to this whole thing where it was like, you know what, 30 days, social media detox. I'm not going to go on anything, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, like, I'm trying to build my own brand and the Omni brand and all that sort of mumbo-jumbo shit. And if I left it, it'd probably be fine regardless. Mm. Might not necessarily grow if I'm putting things in place, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, because, and then, so I was like, okay, I, I need to clarify what my actual thought is on this. And I was looking through a few Reddit threads and there was some people like, it was talking about like, you know, taking a social media detox for like 30 days or just in general. Um, everyone tends to delete Facebook. I yeah. see it. Mine's just there. I have to have it for work because I we have, use the Facebook Yeah, group. a Facebook account, but I just don't use it. Okay. I very, very rarely go on Facebook if like I'm looking to buy something or sell something yeah. and that's it. I don't use it to talk to people or I don't follow people or anything like that. See, I only use Messenger itself, which has a separate app, so I don't really need to ever go on Facebook for that. Yeah. And the rest of the time, it's for work, for our Facebook group. And I've disabled all notifications for it anyway. Yeah. So then later, I could, like every like few days, I can go on and see if there's something in particular. And that's about it. Mm. I don't like I don't like, really like Facebook as a platform. Yeah, I remember like I was never a fan of the layout. No, I was yeah. never a fan of the type of people that yeah. regularly use Facebook yeah. and are constantly posting things that I mm. really don't care about. No, and that's and that's the appeal to me. Yeah, um, I remember reading in this Reddit thread, and a lot of it was it was like there's some people like oh yeah, delete my Facebook and feel so good, and there's also some people who are like oh I don't have any social media and I'm so cool and all that sort of shit. Like it does make you a better person. It's about how you feel yourself. It's not how you how yeah. it is perceived by everybody else. I feel like the type of people that are gonna delete their Facebook account and then go to Reddit and post about how they deleted their Facebook account, they're not necessarily getting rid of the problem. They're replacing they're one just with another. Shifting it, yeah. yeah. That they'll start using Reddit for all of the things they would have used Facebook for. Exactly. Like, Posting you're not shit. Fixing the problem. No. You're just yeah. If if anything, you go into a to a more toxic environment. <laughs> But one thing I remember reading, there was some comment about, it's like, oh, well, so I sort of have an Instagram, but I don't really, I follow like a few accounts, but I don't really post anything. And I've got Reddit and I'm very sad. I don't have any friends. I don't have any, um, like, I feel like I'm not part of a community or anything. And it's just mm -hmm. a very tough life. And it made me sort of reflect, like, because I was going to like delete Snapchat from my phone, delete Instagram, delete Twitter, delete everything. Um, and like leave my accounts up more than likely. Mm. But then just like not use them at all. Um, I think that would make me actually very, very sad. If I had no human interaction, obviously, you know, I'm somebody who's fine with their own company and all that sort of shit. But I feel like forever? part of the appeal is though, when you get rid of your social media accounts, you switch to the more conventional means of like mm. communicating with people like face to face or over the phone. It feels more genuine. Yeah, 100%. And it's more intimate rather than just a text message mm. or, you know, a post online that you don't know who's seeing it. And yeah, it's... 
See, when you finish, it's not as personal. It's not you're not you're not really connecting with anyone, no. even though a thousand people might see it. You don't feel like there's act- an actual connection. This is a, like it's a bit of a, seg- a sidebar, real quick. Yeah. You when you finished school, you went straight into a f- full time job Monday to Friday. Yeah. And then you went into working the mines, and mm-hmm. you're working full time yeah. night shifts, blah blah blah, everything shift work, yeah, for shift work. So and for me, I only went full time last year i think it was i think it's been a year because i think yeah i worked a full year from last july last june because it's a whole financial year when i got my tax back yeah um i've only really had that amount of time to sort of figure out life and time and that sort of stuff so like i remember when before i went full time and i'm like i can't i can't do all these podcasts i can't produce all this content i can't work on myself be a good um, boyfriend, fiance, what do you want to fucking call it? And still like live my life. You know what I, mean? I can't balance all these things. Mm. Now I'm working full time. Also fucking studying a management course right now at the same time. And I feel like obviously like things have changed and moving home, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you always have time. Do you know what I mean? You always manage to find time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't know. I think people make excuses for like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for exercise, blah, blah, blah. I can understand like on shift work, for example. And then the type of people that'll sit there on Reddit or Facebook for mm. hours at a time each day. It's like, you could be using that time more productively. Exactly. Go like, and do some exercise. Or... Like I understand rest, but yeah, uh, that's the other thing. Like, it's like they say like, okay, if I was exercising every morning properly, which I'm trying to get into all that sort of stuff, I'm going to have more energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I don't Definitely. I, exactly. That, that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, not eating shitty food. I'm going to have more energy. Eating the right food. Um, all that not eating, having shitty soft drinks or all yeah. that sort of stuff. I feel like people get really put off by that. When there's a big change in your life, like, mm. oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to start eating healthier and whatnot. The first week or so is always the hardest. Fuck yeah. And people just give up within that first week. Like they'll go a few days of healthy food and then they'll start feeling run down. Like they don't have energy and they get cravings for sugar and things like that. And they just give in because it's easy easy to give in. And if you were just to, if you were just to stick through it for that week and come out the other side, you'd be better for it. And I wish people, I wish more people understood that. I really do. See with the exercise for me, it's like, I've been trying to get into it, but it's the same thing with like, it's funny, the first, it was the week after I tried to do it. Like the first week I was a little bit off because I was like, I'd also like just moved home and I was still figuring things out and all that sort of stuff. A lot of stress. And a lot of stress. Top, yeah. 100%. And then it was like the week after that, all my shifts went everywhere. Like I might have a an 8.4 and a 10.6, which is fine. Like they're about the same. And I'll have a 1.9, I'll have a 3.11. And I might have a 3.11 and then I had a 3.11, then a 10.6. And then it's like, okay, well, I've got a not stay up too late after I finish work and then get up early enough the next day. Or should that be my off day and work that as my off my day, the day I don't exercise. Yeah. Um, like I get my roster a week at like on that Monday, yeah. I get the roster for the next week that day. Cause that's how they release them. Blah, blah, blah. So I can plan my next week. And I think, I don't know. Like, cause I remember having it like, it's sort of sidebar real quick. I had a conversation with Daniel who owns McDonald's mm-hmm. and he was just like, he had just come, like he'd worked, done stuff in the store that morning and come back in and he was in his exercise gear. And I said, Daniel, like, how do you balance like running a, a multi-million dollar business with two stores now and also have time for family, um, yourself, exercise, blah, blah, blah. And he says, I just do it. 
you know what I mean? You've got to do it. Like you just got to like put it in your calendar, et cetera, et cetera. Tim Ferriss, who wrote the four hour work big tool of Titans, all that sort of shit. He, one thing he says is because he's somebody who works with a calendar a lot, like his Google calendar. And if it's not in the calendar, it's not real. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So that's why, and that sort of yeah. like went, oh, okay. Like if, I, if I'm just trying to remember to, oh, go for a walk this afternoon. If I don't, do you know what I mean? If I don't... Sort of like the... Don't try and find the time to do things. You need to make, make the, the time. time. Absolutely. Yeah, actually book it in. Yeah. Have it as a yeah a solid thing and put it on your calendar. Exactly. Set reminders. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Make that time. Because I mean, one thing I've been like doing the exercise in the morning, I've been thinking about getting back into meditation every, like every morning for like 10 minutes beforehand as well and yeah. doing a small exercise. Um, something like that. Mm. Um just getting into the habit of that, like spending 20 minutes, half an hour each morning for my mental health and my physical health. What's that, what's that called? Mindfulness? Mindfulness. Is, Mindfulness. That, is that it? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, exactly. Um, and the other thing I need to, because I have an alarm at 9.30 every night called brush and bands. And it's supposed to be maybe brush my teeth and put my bands on for sleep. Mm-hmm. Haven't done it for like the last two months. And the alarm goes <laughs> off every night. I'm like, okay, I need to change. I change it from 8.30 to 9.30 because I've been going to bed like a little later. But it still doesn't click in my head to go do it. I'll be like watching some. I'll be watching something like on Netflix. I'll be doing some work. I'll be just laying in bed, feel like I'm gonna fucking pass out in five minutes. And it's like I need to discipline. But how do you yeah. train discipline? Discipline's yeah. a muscle. I feel a mental muscle. Oh, definitely, yeah. But how do you train it? Yeah, not sure about that one. So that's the thing. How do you do? So that's the thing. As as young people like us, we're still fucking figuring it out. Like I can read all the books I fucking yeah. want. Sorry, there's books behind the camera. But I can read all the books I fucking want. But it's like, you got to put it into plan as well. Sometimes I don't even like reading books. I prefer to listen. To, I've been starting to listen to more podcasts and occasionally audiobooks okay. rather than read a book. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Really? Yeah. I've either been listening to, there's a really good one called On We Talk. Um, it has these really cool guys. One of them might be a homosexual. I'm not really sure. We'll fig- you figure it out later. Probably. 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 Yeah. Yeah, the one with a weird beard and the, the hair and the the, the jacket. That's the weird baby. beard and the hair and the yeah. baby and the baby face. Actually, when you walked in before, I said like you you look your face looks healthy and young. Does it? Do you feel like that? Or do you feel tired and just I feel like an old man? Do you feel like Do you feel like an old man? Yeah, I've been getting like a sore back and I've been doing the oh. whole like walk around with my hand on me back. Really? Like, oh. <laughs> Have you been doing any exercise at all? Not for a while. Not for a while. I've been getting pretty slack, but I need to start jogging again. Start jogging. Yeah. And some good heels here in. There is, yeah. Town retracted. Um, Redacted. What did I say? Retracted? Retracted. Same thing. Redacted? Retracted. Retracted. It's the same. Look, it's I a, guess. the same mentality. Yeah, but there's, like, there's some good heels here. Like, you know, like, you can get a good yeah. run. Yeah. Well, that's that's the plan. I actually think I might, because then I can do that and listen to podcasts at the same time yep. rather than, because I've been doing, getting back into my DDP yoga trademark. And I think if I just do that like three times a week, the other two days or three days, I think you only look. If I'm fucking doing like fifteen minutes of yoga three days, doing a run for half an hour three days, and have one day off, that's like fuck all compared to probably most people. Do you know what I mean? Who are active? Do you know what I mean? Some people are doing like that, plus they do like an hour or two of sports, maybe like training as well, blah blah blah, throughout the week. Yeah. Kind of CrossFit every night. I couldn't do CrossFit. I think I'd die. I'd love to do CrossFit. I would too. But I think I'm, I don't know. I'm not brittle. I'm not like a brittle. I'm, I'm pretty nimble. You're pretty nimble? I can get around. Can you can lift a weight? 
I can lift a weight. One single weight. Just a singular weight. Just a singular weight. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. No. Because like, like, I've got the weights <laughs> out there and stuff as well. and like trying to get into that and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And I don't know. Because I think like, that's one thing um, famous entrepreneur Gary Vee said. It's okay. When I started following him, he was like a bit chubby. And he hired a personal trainer. And he would train every morning for like half an hour, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he has like so much more output now. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I want to try and manage is like how much output I actually have and shit like that. Yeah. Because I know I can do more. But like I also know like it's like, okay, if you need a break for the night, you need a break for the night. But then I think it's like, I need, do I need to shit? Like, do I need to schedule into not work and shit like that? Blah, mm. blah, blah. But then have like flexibility in your account. Like that's like, that's one thing I'm trying to work out is like, what is the balance of having things scheduled and doing stuff and then just going, fuck it. I'm going to go lay in bed and watch a movie. And have fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Be spontaneous. Be be spontaneous. And it's like, one thing I did, there was a, I watched a video with a guy from London and he was like, he was studying like medicine at one of the universities. And one thing he did was, um, he's one of his rules of thumb was, um, like just always resort to doing work. It's like, for example, if you'd have a lecture in the morning for like, from like nine okay. till 11. And then his next lecture would be at three. And while everybody else the next few hours went down to the coffee shop and just sat around having a coffee, blah, blah, blah. He'd go grab a coffee, go back to his room and then do some work. Okay. And then on like, when he spontaneously wants to go, oh, there's a music festival this, this weekend. Most people would be going, oh, I can't go. Cause now because of during my days, I've been going to the coffee shop or going to do shit that doesn't really matter. Yeah. And that you don't really, really enjoy or you could do without. Yeah. He could spend okay. that spend that whole weekend. Yeah. Friday to Sunday night. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah. So if your default mode is to get your work done, mm. then in the times when you want to do things other than work, mm. you have more time than you normally would. Precisely. Right, okay. And then you can like cause that's something that I've been trying to do. Like right now on my to do list, there is nothing important. Like after this, I'll probably spend like an hour an hour, hour and a half editing this episode, doing all the stuff for it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, there's nothing I need to edit. There's nothing I need to get ready to send us to somebody to edit. There's nothing. It's just like the development stuff. But if I do like, do you know what I mean? Like, cause I'm working on a show with Ben and um, there's some short film stuff that I've, I can't, there's nothing else I can do until we shoot in like two weeks um, and all that sort of stuff. But it's like, okay, what's something else I can work on? or like a process that I can make easier or um, like a, like a project I can work on or a project I can start developing or blah, 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 blah. I think that's where like a lot of people get stuck. It's just like, okay, I've got nothing to do. I'll just wait two weeks until this thing comes. And then it's like, yeah, you know, it's that sort of thing. One thing I started to do is like, like I've done a production schedule of like, okay, what me and Ben are doing a show. Like it's like, it's like good mythical morning by written link. We're listening to episode every two weeks. Okay. And we're going to do, three shoots of three episodes um, over the next like month, month and a bit. And it's like, okay, um, we're going to shoot three episodes by this Sunday. And then two weeks from now, I want them all edited. Um, and then the same after that, I can start releasing after the first three are done. Realistically, I could release straight away. I put it off by two weeks. Then I'll have a bit of a backlog. backlog. I'm also doing a horror film at the same time. That's going to come out on um, like okay. Halloween. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I've got to balance all these things while also working full time starting to be manager, all that sort of stuff, doing all these podcasts as well. 
um, spending like time to find guests and talk to people and trying to get guests on who aren't going to be shit yep. and all that sort of thing. Like that's hard. Like that's half, that's a lot of it as well. Like con- talking to people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, full on. It is full on. It's all, yeah. for, it's obviously what I want to do the rest of my life. Mm. And it's like, I can't make it a business unless I put in the, the work. Yeah, that's it. And then I think it's like, you know, you got to find out what work you actually is important. Like, you know what I mean? Like scrolling through and then replying to all these, like some people say that you should like, oh, um, go into the, like reply to tweet, retweet people, tweet back at people, comment on people's Instagrams, blah, blah, blah. And I've put in my calendar to do that like once every night for like half an hour and just like do that on every social media just to like, you know, get the interaction out there. But it's like, I think like good content trumps all and that sort of thing as well. And it's like, but then, okay, then how do you get good content out there? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I don't know. Cause I, I don't, cause I, like you see these YouTubers and it's like, okay, let's just put out a video, like get a video out all the time. Yeah. But what are they doing more than that as well? Like they're talking to people on Twitter, they're talking on discord, Instagram, not Facebook. No one uses that fucking shit. But then it's like <laughs> putting out content isn't also the key. Yeah. People have been putting out for videos for years and years and years. Yeah. Even though they're good, there's a big difference between people who only release videos and don't interact with the audience and people who do interact with the audience. One big thing difference. I, one thing I remember seeing is like, don't try and like grow your audience. Look at the audience you already have. We have 300 um, subs. But like when I try to interact with the audience we have, I feel like it's like, I don't know. I don't know what my audience are. Do you know what I mean? It's like you look at the comments and you go, oh, like on the videos or the Instagram or even like people, not everybody likes all the stuff physically. But then I think about, okay, what, what is your, when you use social media, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. How do you use it? Do you comment on videos? No. Do you like videos? No. When you see. I don't interact with them at all. Do you, okay, even, okay, even on Instagram with your, um, you know, some whiskey pages and stuff like that. Do you like a lot of the posts? Yes, I will on Instagram. I'll like things on Instagram. Well, then look at that. I very, very rarely like comment. It's only people I know that yeah. I comment on their stuff. Mm-hmm. I won't just comment on random people I follow. See, that's that's interesting as well. Yeah. It's like, how do people actually use different social medias, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I was trying for... Um, and one reason why I deleted TikTok is because... Because I was going to... I think I even like, put up that I was going to put Marty clips on TikTok and stuff, stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. And then I realized that TikTok is a, your default is when you log into the app, it goes to um, your suggested feed, not to who you follow. That's right, one thing. Okay. So you could be scrolling, oh, that's a funny tweet, ha ha, might go to that count, view a few things. Even if you follow them, doesn't mean fucking shit. Yeah, you scroll right. back over and you keep going, 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 going. Obviously, if you're a creator who's getting views and likes and all that sort of stuff, um, it puts you in the algorithm more, of course. Same with YouTube and all that. Um, that's when brands come to you, all that sort of shit. But if you don't have that, TikTok's obviously one that you can easily get big on, but there are, there'd be, there's so many cases of one-hit wonders. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. With anything like that, there's always the one-hit wonders. And that's why, like, like from the beginning, I've always been like, build it brick by brick. That's how, because like you know, yeah, you build a solid foundation. Exactly. Yeah. And like right and now, I've got we're... something to fall back on. If you say you have a video that is controversial and mm. upsets a lot of people, then you've still got the core fan base that know that's unusual for you, mm. 
and then they you can go back to creating your old content and it's like it never happened exactly like it's interesting that like okay we're we're five years in sort of thing um we're five years in we haven't really grown much obviously it's become like many reasons stop start changing things up moving away coming back all that sort of shit for whatever reason um it's interesting that five years in i can still experiment not many like there'd be people who have been going it for five years and they've found like, the formula that their fans like and then they have to stick to it exactly sort of thing to keep those they followers they not even like it yeah they might not even like what they're making it's like that's one thing about being small for so long it's the only benefit I can see <laughs> the only benefit I can see um, obviously you're, like not having free yeah exactly yeah um, otherwise like and the other thing is like I don't have the stress to, like I took a month off releasing podcasts where he'd obviously move home set some things out plan some other projects to the point where it's like, okay, I can come back and just start doing podcasts. Like in my yeah. calendar is literally just record two podcasts a week. Now yeah. I put that in, I just drag it around, put in who I'm recording with. If I don't get to it, like only last week I recorded one. Well, it was one, it was one session, two podcasts, but it's like, okay, we're fine. I'm already backed up a little bit, which is good. I'm not going to like leave it. So I do like three weeks of not recording podcasts because I'm going to get behind. Hmm. And I'm also working full time. Like I can still work around that sort of thing. Yeah. I think just in general, I feel like people people will work 40 hours a week and they'll be like, oh, I can't do this. I have no time. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, I've worked too hard this week. I'm not going to do anything else. Okay. I'm just going to sit at home. So um, they're thinking of, say, something like this as work mm. and not like a hobby or something, yeah. something they enjoy doing. Yeah. They think of it as a chore. I don't think people know what makes them happy. I don't think people know what like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what make, like at the end of the day, what makes you happy? Do you know what I mean? Like, what, like at the end of the day, like you get a day off, or you get a week off. What yeah. are you going to do that makes you actually happy? I'm going to wake up in the morning, have my breakfast, sit down, watch YouTube for an hour or so while I have me breakfast and coffee. Um, do whatever I feel like throughout the day. Usually I'll have something planned. Like I'll have one or two things to do that day and I'll do my best to get those two things done. And then I'll have maybe from like three o'clock until I go to bed free. And in that time, like lately I've been lighting the fire and sitting by the fire and having a drink and playing with Jasmine and like getting on my social medias, like Instagram and that, checking all that stuff, my emails, watching YouTube every now and then I'll get on discord and talk with the guys and play a few games here and there. And that's about it. I think it's just having time to do whatever you want. isn't it? I yeah. think that's a bit the biggest thing. Yeah. Like for me, like obviously every single day I'm doing something like work-wise, army-wise. And that's the thing I want to do. It's the thing I've chose. Why not do it when I'm young if I can really do it, of course. Yeah. But like that stuff also makes me happy. Like I like put editing it and putting it together. Like obviously like with my new setup and I can just like record in the computer, edit it and do stuff for like, like I, I hate listening back and having to find like these are the subjects we talked about. Like, cause what the, the way I've been doing it now is um, time coding each of our general subjects and then just taking tags from that and a description from that and then upload it and then find it, figure out a good headline. I like like I, I like thinking of good, good titles as well, even if a lot of, a lot of my tongue-in-cheek. Like, that's fun to me. Yeah. Description's nothing. Listening back to it is shit because I hate listening to my own voice. <laughs> but also recording the podcast and just talking and having yeah. a conversation yeah. is what I like to do. Well, that's good. And one thing I don't... I Because I remember... I remember everything I used to do was just based on, on my shit. It's like, oh, how about you come have a coffee and we'll 
do this or do that or blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel like I haven't lived my life as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know what I like to do. But then sometimes I feel like it's like, well, how can I incorporate this thing? Everything's just a segue into ennui. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's just a segue into... You need to start doing things a, yeah. as a standalone thing that has nothing to do with ennui. Mm. Completely separate it from that. And just to try and enjoy that thing. And that's what I've been trying to figure out what I actually want to do. Like, I like sitting... Like, one thing I've, I really like doing... I like sitting down and watching, like, a good classic movie. Or, like, a movie that... Yeah. Like, last night I watched Uncut Gems. And, like, obviously, yeah. like, months from now I could go, oh, I watch Uncut Gems. Let's watch it again and review it on the podcast. Cool. That's great. But for now, in the moment, and for that time... It's not like me sitting down and writing notes, blah, 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 blah. I can sit down yeah. and enjoy the movie for what it is. Yep. Have you watched Uncut Gems? I haven't. Fuck, it's good. Yeah. Adam Sandler is a really good dramatic actor, and I didn't think he would it's, be. It's in my list. It's in your list. I've been watching a lot of um, older movies recently. I, really? I watched The Last Samurai the other is night. Is it good? The Tom Cruise one. I love it. I think it's a great movie. Yeah, I think it's awesome. See, I like... What I think... Like, I was thinking the other day, I don't think I... Like, I like... like Everyone likes to watch a good movie, all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I think I really like cinema. Like, I really like watching... Mm. Like a good, oh, you know what I mean? I like like watching you know the- 90s sci-fi movies mm. and sort of not picking them apart, mm. but you see the things like, okay, so you watch the 90s sci-fi movies and it's, they're thinking of like 2040, like into the future. Yeah. And you see they're on like a spaceship and everything's just these big chunky mechanical buttons and things like that because they didn't have any concept of touch screens. So no. they think the future is all more buttons <laughs> rather than touchscreens. And is that like part? yeah, exactly. It's really interesting going back and seeing that. And then you see where some of the older movies they take more attention into okay, so this is a spaceship they've been traveling in it for a really long time. It's going to be dirty, it's going to be grimy. There's going to be like wear marks on specific surfaces where they've been touching more frequently. I love when they go to that level yeah. of detail. Instead of some of these more modern sci-fi shows where everything is clean and um clinical such as and it's like a lot of like the what's that movie um mother have you seen that one no i've heard of it yeah i've heard of it. it's like very clinical and you never see anything dirty and it's like i don't feel like it's very real sci-fi you know that it's fake Mm. watching it because it's like that's not real life like you just know that it's fake whereas some of these older movies you're like yeah, I can see myself in that situation. Like it feels real because they've taken that time and they've looked at things with that level of detail. Yeah. See, I like when I was thinking. I was thinking. I was just trying to think then. Like, what is cinema to me? Like, what is like not just like a good movie, blah blah blah. That you'd watch on the telly and like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um. Like, like obviously, like Back, for example, Back to the Future is a great movie, but like that in my head is just a movie. Like, it's not a film. It's not a because like, I've seen it so much and it's like, it's very... I feel like the art of cinema really has changed mm. in the last 15 years. Oh, I think, yeah, 15 years ago, it was in its prime. Mm. Through through the 90s and into the yeah, mid-2000s was mm. the prime of cinema. Recently, it's more turned into the flashier it is, the mm. more intense the fight scenes are. They think that makes yeah. a good movie. I'd much prefer a movie that has better writing and yeah, not necessarily absolutely. overly flashy explosions and mm. shit like that. Like a lot of these indie movie developers that are doing 
stuff in other countries, you might find a movie that's all in subtitle mm. and it'll be the best movie you've ever seen yeah. and won't have any CGI, it won't have any fight scenes or anything like that. It's just really well written and it really hits you yeah. hard. Yeah. And the things that they do want to make look good, they take the time and the effort to make it look real and feel real. See, that's a good movie. And they don't just try and cover it up with the cameras panning too quick. Yeah. It's like, so you don't pay too much attention to it. They let you pay attention to it, take it for what it is. And it makes the movie just amazing. See, that's a good film. Yeah, that's it. See, see I like I like watching films that are that are that are good in the genre they are and good with the filmmaking techniques they use. Like for example, The Dirties. The Dirties is I don't know if you've seen it before. It's really good. Okay, um, no. <laughs> it's I bought it on DVD. It's these two guys because the, the guy who wrote it and directed it is from Nirvana the band the show, one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Right. But um it's him and his friend, like they're teenagers, they're like they're writing a movie for their film class about the dirties and it's like they're this gang and they kill them and he pretended like he, in the in the movie they make he dressed up in a dress as like a burlesque lady, blah blah blah. People were laughing at them when they show it. But the dirties are also the gang at the school, like just the, the group of bullies, that's what they call them. Yeah. And he ends up like planning like a school shooting and his friend's like, oh, that's a bit weird, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, but like the context of like the filming, for example, is like you sort of don't know if, how do I explain it? It's a, it's a, it's a found footage film and it's sort of like a documentary, like it's film documentary style as well, like them filming each other. Um you also have like people, you don't know who's actually like really filming behind the camera. And like, that's sort of like a comedy element into it. It's like, you, that just goes over your head because of some of the wackiness yeah. of it as well. Um, like, like it works in the film really well. And like, there's some scenes when they're doing stuff and there's music playing over the top. And it's like, within the context of it, it doesn't really make sense. But then like, it'll go to a scene where he's editing that scene on the computer with that music. And he's like, oh, this that was fucking funny, blah, blah, blah. And then like, it segues into the next plot the story etc etc okay at the end he does the school shooting and like he puts up these cameras and like it took takes footage from that and blah 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 um it's very it's interesting it's very very interesting how it's, it's done yeah, okay um but there's not like a not like it's not a lot of movies like that now like a lot of it's just like let's give them um 30 million dollars and then let's take this ip and let's like redo this movie or Oh shit, like that. Like even like like Riverdale, for example. Yeah. Obviously, the the writing is very very shit. The teen show, but it's just taken the characters from the universe of um, Archie comics as well. It's like so not 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 even that's original. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the other thing, like originality I and that sort of stuff. You got to feel for producers though in the filming industry, like people who are writing these movies. Mm. Pretty much everything's been done to a certain extent. Mm. It's very hard to come up with something original. So you can see how some of them fall into the trap of, okay, this was very big 20, 30 years ago. Mm. Let's remake it for a modern audience. Very easy trap for them to fall into. But can you compare that to... And it works. I mean, it's worked for a lot of of these movies. But then can you compare that to like, okay, they say like if you make a business, you should be able to... Like the, oh, my business is the Uber of dogs. Like should you be able to easily... Well, that's the thing with a good movie. You should be able to easily explain the plot and stuff like that. Otherwise it's yeah. not going to, well, that's not necessarily true to be a, a mass um, produced movie and a successful movie. You should be able to go, okay, toy story toys come to life. Um, have adventure or something. You know I mean, like something like that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But if your movie is so convoluted that you can't really explain it, but then there's like, you know, there's a lot of movies that are very convoluted in, if you try to explain it and it's just, 
intelligent people have to watch it. Blah, blah, blah. But that's like skimming down your audience and stuff yeah. like that. Like That's one of those movies you have to pick apart. Mm. You have to watch it more than once to get yeah. it fully. And it's very specific audience for that type of movie. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with having a niche. No, there's nothing wrong. And it's like, yeah, and that's, I don't know. I think, like, I, if I could for the rest of my life, I would make, like, obviously I want to make podcasts and blah, blah, blah. But I'd love to make movies of just different genres and just, like, work with creative people and develop yeah. entertaining stuff. I don't know, because there's well, obviously there's no industry over here and that sort of shit. I feel like, the, I wish there was an industry over here. Mm. Like, you know, you can make a... The Hollywood of Australia. The Hollywood of Australia. <laughs> like, you could get a grant. It, isn't, it doesn't seem like it's not easy, easy, but it's like you can get a grant from the government and they'll find you a movie. Like the New South Wales government or the Australian government. If you use like um, places in New South Wales and it's mm. kind of like a advertisement for New in South Wales. In a way, Wales, I think it's like, it has to have, it, different grants have different things. Like the YouTube okay. thing is like, it doesn't have to be anything like um, culturally anything, but you have to use Australian editors, Australian actors, okay, production, so production and cast. So it's, Employing Australian people to yeah. do Australian-made content, sort yeah. of thing. Okay, and then there's other ones which it's like, like with the YouTube one itself, you have to have a, a minimum of twenty-five thousand subscribers, or have it, or have a video that's hit five hundred thousand views. We're not close to that at all, but it's like, really? no, we're not. Fucking fuck no. <laughs> but it's like I think that's also like limiting um, small creators who actually have good ideas. They just need a budget and a platform. But at the same time, it's like okay, we get all this money to make this movie, but a lot of the make of the movie is the marketing. Obviously, I feel like Definitely. it's easier to market a movie than it is to market like a web series or stuff like that. Like marketing mud in the show versus like a an Australian made comedy film, because I feel like with the comedy, like you yeah. can you can give it to the, you can shot like the different publications, blah blah blah. Um, the right, like, get it in the right cinemas, even if it's, like, a limited run, all that sort of shit. Mm. With, like, internet stuff, it's like, who the fuck, how the fuck would you get, like, Marty's Net Show out there? Or just an Australian made anything on the internet. You see so many of, like, there's there's the one that was, like, he they got the funding for it, put it on Facebook, and now the second season is funded by Rostered On. And it's just this Australian, it's like oh, a yeah. fake, yep. it's like, a, like, they work at, like, a JB Hi-Fi. It's not a JB Hi-Fi, but it's like that. They work at an entertainment store. It's like the office, but in a electronics boutiques type situation. Precisely. Yeah. And it's like, like, how do you actually get that out there? Do you know what I mean? Like, how does anything get, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's, Cause there's so many talented yeah. people in any, that's why a lot of um, those sort of people just like creatives in Australia just make stuff for other people or they try to get working on TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah, because they get it's contracted no, work exactly. rather than creating original content. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's hard. It is hard. If it was easy, everyone would do it. And that and that's <laughs> right. And like that's you know, but then you see like these kids and they're just making shitty TikToks, going like, uh, and they'll get fucking millions of views. Like what the fuck? You're not even entertaining. But obviously, like, okay, there's also like the thing with like views versus or views, like subscribers versus monetization. You see channels with like a million subscribers and it's like, okay, hey guys, this is our last video because Ash Company had to shut down. Why do you have to shut down? You have millions of fans, millions of people watching your content. You don't have to fucking monetize that properly. Obviously, it's the not going simple. on behind the scenes. You like, it can be hard. They, they might have a whole list of people on their payroll mm. that you never see. You wouldn't, as a viewer, you wouldn't know anything about them. Mm. 
you only see what you see in the video. And they, yeah, might not have enough money to keep paying those people and that'll be the end for that channel. One thing that I sort of am glad I did is I've developed business skills and creative skills. A lot of YouTubers are not business people at all. Oh no, they have to like employ their own production team and everything like that. Exactly. And that's all added costs. Exactly. That stuff isn't cheap. Fuck no. Like Sugarpine 7 that were with Roost Teeth, they did those vlog things, blah, blah, blah. Shut down. Mm. Um, Cowchop. Shut down. Before that, the creatures also shut down. Not all of these people know how they know how to make funny content. Fucking some of the funniest content that I've seen. Yeah. Um. Just doesn't work out. It's like with who those who the three guys and they're part of the Yogs cast, but they're not really. Hat um, films. Hat films. Yeah. Would you be surprised in like two three years Hat films shutting down? If or do you if think they, they ha- completely separated themselves from the Yogs cast? Yeah. They wouldn't be able to. Um, keep themselves going on their own they don't have a big enough fan base that's to pay that's for the three of them and that's sad. that's not like okay three people let's say they just earn like we were talking shine dollars 50 grand a year or maybe 60 grand a year like you're not going to be really your costs aren't going to be more than two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars a year their main source of revenue is through twitch really and donations and their patreon mm. i think that's it they don't get much revenue from youtube because then it's like okay that's why like from the beginning people said i was dumb but to have a patreon there and to have content going onto there one i can do more podcasts and get better at being a host and shit like that whatever blah, blah blah do things that i just experiment with things blah 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 even if nobody ever watches say the first episode of Omni writer's room or the first 10 episodes of Omni talk extra or shit like that i'm getting better at the craft itself quote unquote that's it but then also I can say, hey, if you join now, there's a backlog of 75 episodes of Omni Talk Extra. Yeah, or there's all these behind that, the they've scenes. Got heaps of content to exactly. binge. So, yeah, it's great. I don't know. And it, yeah, and that's. And then now I've got like, okay, if I want to put premium stuff behind a paywall, there's already this thing that's been already existing. Even if nobody knows what Omni is, they can go, oh, it's behind this paywall. I just have to pay $5 for this month and really I can cancel later. But if I sort of like these guys, I can like listen to some podcasts, blah, 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 all that stuff, sort of stuff. It's there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think what, another reason why like people wouldn't come on my podcast before, not but, like obviously the pop, the quality's gone up and stuff now, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, nobody wants to be on a podcast that's have got like, like six episodes. You know what I mean? Hey, I've been doing this podcast yeah. for a few months. Blah, blah, blah. No one gives a shit. That's one thing. It's like, I don't, I try not to take myself too fucking seriously. I know I'm fucking dog shit. You know what I mean? Like with anything. Same with like, like making videos, that sort of stuff, blah, blah, blah. In life in general, I'm not top shit. You see so many people who are like, they, you know, what's, what's the term? They, um, I can't think of the term. I'm thinking that the term is they like to smell their own farts and shit like that. Like they think that everything they do is they smoke their own pipe. I think they're the best at everything. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Shit. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but this and that, like, same with like people who are young and they go viral really easily, quickly, like that. They think, oh, I put out this TikTok and of me doing like a jiggle. Now I've got all these followers. They're definitely gonna buy all my merch, and they're definitely gonna buy it, do all this other shit, and they're definitely gonna like follow me forever. And this definitely isn't just like my f- ten minutes of fame and shit like that. Mm substance so many people like i that's why it's like you know i deleted tiktok and then you stop 
following people on their social media and all that sort of stuff, linking it back. No, nobody has fucking substance. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then you got to think like social yeah. media is also like, it's it's what they put out is what you want people to perceive of you. I'm not going to see a shitty photo that you took in the mirror and your beard's all like untrimmed and you got your, your beard gut hanging out and all that sort of shit. <laughs> you're going to have, it's like, you know, you tuck your tummy in or you're wearing a nice shirt that covers up your tummy and you got your shave nice and you're looking good and you put the nice filter on and all that sort of shit. I don't know. People, people take each other, people take themselves too fucking seriously. Definitely. It's a trap a lot of people fall into. Like you see those people, like you were saying with the TikTok people, mm. oh, there's like a a girl with that's well proportioned in the chest area and Big she does titties. a yeah. she does a <laughs> she does a jiggly dance or mm. something and then oh for the next couple of years, oh it's jiggly tits girl. Yeah. And that's forever what they're gonna be known as. Mm. Say that person then went, Oh, okay, I'm gonna diversify mm. and do jiggly ass now. Yeah. It's like you you'll still be jiggly tits girl. Yeah, exactly. It's just oh, she also did that. Jiggly ass thing wasn't exactly. as good as the jiggly tits. Yeah, exactly. You're still jiggly tits, girl. I I remember there and was stuck with that. It was one of the chicks who dated Jake Paul, and she was like living in the t- t- team ten house, blah blah. And then she's like she's on her own. She's like got deals doing like shitty comedy videos with some studio and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, she started trying to be a Twitch streamer, and stream games, and there was a there was a clip of her. And it's like, I've been streaming three times a week for three hours each, and all I get after this session is four new twitch subs like i'm giving you all this free content blah 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 and it's like right yeah okay people don't understand how the platform works people don't understand that they think well no how people work just because you're a recognizable person Mm. and you do something people are going to like it exactly hell no no (laughs) god no that's just somebody who's playing video games on twitch because it's like oh ninja (laughs) ninja got all these views ninja's like a big streamer now Let's start getting into that game. Same with the podcast. It's like mm. every fucking YouTuber or comedian, especially comedians, fuck, every comedian has a fucking podcast. Mm. You know, it's like they'll do their stand-up show and it's like in the meantime. And sometimes do. their skills don't translate very well into fuck podcasting no. at all. Because being a stand-up comedian mm. might come naturally to them. But sitting in front of a mic and having a guest they're trying to like engage with, mm. that's not at all something they're good at. See, I find our conversations entertaining. And I know other people do. Um, but I know in the beginning I wasn't the best, like, host host, I guess, blah, blah, blah. But I just learned how to have a good conversation, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Conversational etiquette. Yeah, you've, exactly. You've, you've gotten much better at it. Like, cold, <laughs> I, re- I remember cold ones. I remember, like, reading the comment. Like, there's people saying in the comments, the first few ones, it's like, you guys need to stop talking over your fucking guests. Like, we're here for the fucking guests. Like, we yeah. like you, but we're here to hear what they have to say as well. <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah. Like you, you, you need to give them the opportunity to talk rather than exactly. just doing a lot of people. Yeah. will start talking and then someone will start talking over them. Mm. And if that person's submissive, they'll just, um, that's why I'm worried about doing three men, them off. three people podcast again. Yeah. Three people. That's another skill set in itself. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. Like I might, I might not be good at having three person podcasts. I just, yeah. it just might be, that's what it is. Maybe there's sort of some training you can do. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, maybe you need like one of those like things that you pass the person. It's like, I have the thing now. I'm the one who's allowed to like talk. Like a fucking therapy session. Yeah, you have to put your hand out if you want to talk. And once, oh. only once it's in your hand, then you can talk. Fuck, that's funny. There you go. That's a, that's a very physical it way is. to train. 
Should we do it on the podcast itself? Sure. You know, Brad, I don't think... Do you think... Okay, before we do so, I'm kind of coming up to an hour anyway. Do you think Brad will actually come back on ever? Yeah, I reckon I he will. I, remember, I still remember the day you said, I don't want to be on the podcast anymore because it's cringe. And that that really made me reflect that Brad was never a good friend. He never deserved... I think he just doesn't like the format. What, what don't you like? think he likes the format of? I think back then, though, it was really like, okay, today we're going to talk about old movies or today we're going to talk about yeah this or that i think loose yeah. conversation works i think say if we did a very casual one one night where it was like the boys around a table and we're all having a beer or mm. something and like he'd like that there just happens to be microphones there yeah. he'd be all for that yeah. it's when it's a very formal mm. podcast setup i don't think he really no. likes that and i don't think he really likes the idea of a camera watching him the whole time well guess what fuck you brad just makes him uncomfortable what but he's been then he's been on Marty's in it show and he's been wanting to do like he was up for that. Yeah. Do you think it was different? I think it's different feeling completely. Yeah. Uh, definitely different feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Well, actually before we sum up, you sent me a video you sent me an idea for for a Marty episode the other day and I can't remember what it was. And I had it saved and I was gonna watch it and I was gonna look it up. Do you remember oh, what it was? Yeah. Um the fake surgery thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I found that very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah I watched a video about it. About a, a magician teaching how it was like a thing back in the day where it's like pl- placebo surgery mm. type of thing. You like make it fake. Like you pretend to be pulling things out of people and then say, oh, you know, this is all this stuff I pulled out of you. This is what's making you sick. And like, you, know, you can pay me and goodbye. <laughs> and then they'll think they're better. They'll think they're better. And then they'll die a few weeks later of whatever horrible ailment they had. I can't believe that. It was that a big thing back thing. in the day. Big thing. A lot of people made a lot of money from it. I can imagine. That's fraud. Yeah. That is. That's and crazy. And it's, it's, it's quite easy to fake. Like really? It's, it's really easy to make look real. How? Just there's a certain technique. You just have to know where the camera is or whatever and just make sure that when you're hiding the little... Because it's like little pouches full of like fake blood mm. and you'll put like a piece of like sheep's liver or something in there, like an actual internal organ. Mm. And then you put it in, in the palm of your hand mm. and you'll be like... You have a bowl of water and then a bowl that you're putting the organs in. And you hide these little pouches in the bowl of water. So every time you reach in to wash your hands of what you've just pulled out, you'll grab another pouch and then you'll reach into the person again and you'll like... How can I do this so the camera can see? So like you'll... <laughs> there we go. You'll have your like hand here. So the camera will be here, right? And you'll have your hand like this, and then you'll go, ooh, like that. And it's like your hand's just pushed through the person's oh, skin. Oh, I get you. And then that motion then also squeezes the pouch and blood, and goes, blood everywhere. goes everywhere. And then you just sort of knead at the person's chest. So they feel like your hand's inside them. Because when you're pushing in someone's chest like that, it feels mm. like your hand is inside them, right? And then if, you just, and if you've never known what that actually feels like. Yeah, exactly. Then you just pull out a little piece of organ and like, I've just pulled this out of you. And then you just throw it to the side. And then at the end, you do like, you put your hand over the wound and mm. you like say some magical incantation, pull your hands away and you've magically fully healed and there's no scar tissue That's or crazy. anything like that. I think there was an instance where they would actually like put a little cut in them. So then it'd look like look they like were it, actually yeah. split open or something like that. But that's a bit extreme. That is extreme. You that would, could work good as like a Marty video episode special, something like that. That'd like be really I said, good, oh, Marty gets his liver stolen, mm. not liver. Kidney. Kidney style. Because you can't live without your liver. Because we're doing it, um, because I'm trying to like, I was thinking about doing more episodes and stuff like that, but I've been working like on the idea of a, um, like a special, doing more special stuff. Like there was one of, it was, the general thing is 
me and Ben going to on a road trip to Sydney to pitch um, some movie to like some executive, blah, blah, blah. But then the movie is them on the road. And you could work that in. Right, you yeah. could actually work that in really well. It's like, you know, they're on like a little, they meet some guy, like some homeless guy at the back of like a 7-Eleven. He's like, like, I don't, like he, he spiked their drinks. And it's like, oh, you guys aren't feeling well? Spiked their slushies. Yeah, their slushies at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> One, um, there was actually, like before we sum up, there was an idea I had for, it was going to be a Marty episode. And it was Noah, Noah Peterson, little kid, blah, blah, blah. We were going to shave his head and pretend that he was a cancer patient put him in a wheelchair and then Marty hosts his own like cancer awareness thing mm. and just pocket all the money. It's like, Oh, yeah, look okay. at this poor kid. He's dying. You're like, no, <laughs> I'm dying of cancer. <laughs> um, and it like, cause there's so much good. I think, <laughs> oh. and like, Oh, look, yeah. we're doing, we're doing, um, you know, come on. Oh, it's like, you're, you're like, you're bit, um, like, you know, church, they pass around the thing. You put money in it. Yeah. And you yeah. get around and it's like, Oh, how much? That's what you do. How much are you donating today? Like, oh fuck! I thought we were just here to like to raise awareness. <clears throat> how much? How much are you donating today? Oh, let's chuck it in. You don't care Do about. Do you think pe- cancer yeah. is <laughs> going to be <laughs> solved with that? Seriously, like, oh. three hundred dollars. <laughs> Kids in Africa, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I, th- I think that's a good idea. Jesus. You could do so much with that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Do you think if at like our local like RSL or bowling club? If we said, oh, come around your room for a private event that we're going to film, please don't come in. Would they let us do it? Probably. I don't see why not. What if one of them comes in and says, Marty's cancer awareness night, and they see us like beating the head of a young man with a bald head? Do you think they would question it? I don't think they'd really care. As long as you pay them to rent the venue and you're not doing something highly illegal... They don't really, they, I don't think they really care. What if there was Coke on the table and we're getting him just to have oh. his, first, his last high? If someone comes in then, I think that's <laughs> questionable. They'll probably be like, oh, duck back downstairs oh, and then me. you'll have the boys in blue storming in. Who like? Who, who are the boys in blue? The, the Popo. The Po. The Pope. The, the he pope. wears white, mate. Oh. I know what the fucking Pope wears. Do I look dumb? He's done a few lines in his life. I can imagine. Like, he just looks like one of those sort of guys. You know what I'm saying? Do you think like, everybody in their life has done... Like, what percentage of the of the world do you think has done, like, a drug? Like, weed or worse? What percentage of the population Entire population, population in the world. 99%. Do you think? Have you? Do you know what... A lot of things are classified oh, as drugs, Okay, Marty. drugs that are... Is weed or worse? Okay. Because everyone is on Panadol. Yeah. And, like, caffeine's a drug. Okay, not caffeine is okay. Let's not count <laughs> caffeine or Panadol or okay. off the counter shit. I'd say thirty percent. Would you say? Yeah, I reckon I it's, like it's higher. higher than you'd think. Yeah, I thought it'd be high. I thought it'd be like forty or fifty. 40 but 50. I couldn't say half. What about in Western countries? Like if you were to get ten people, mm. ten random people off the street, and did a survey of like, okay, have you had any? illicit drugs if you had any over-the-counter like mm. drugs all that sort of stuff mm. you'd get yeah about half yeah that's crazy i can't believe it actually another thing about it but it depends too like if you're asking older people more of a chance because yeah. they've had a longer time they, oh to yeah they, and then look yeah experiment and because laws were a bit lax when they would have been children right yeah. and they I feel l- like a lot of kids these days 
are more likely to have done illicit drugs than older people who would have done drugs back in the day, but not ones that were ridiculous and super drugs and like... Because like the weed and that these days are so much more potent than they were back in the day. Fuck yeah. Because it's all about value for money now Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Interesting. We should do a, we should do a drug cast one and day. And sensitivity yeah. as well. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Because people, yeah, if you've been doing it for a long time, you lose sensitivity, so you're always looking so, for that stronger and yeah. stronger drug. Exactly. People still yeah. do dabble in the heebie-jeebie. I feel. Heebie-jeebie. A lot of like like the, the the weed. I feel like the marijuana. Oh, the the whoopies. The whoopies. Yeah. Interesting. By the way, we're twenty minutes over. By the way. Oh, that's all right. Got your Lance waiting at home. Lance. Lance. Was it Lance? Larry. Lance. L- Long Dong Lance. Long Dong Lance. Anyway, that's how, that's where I ended it. Long Dong Lance. Thanks for joining us, Chris, on the hashtag When We Talk podcast. Favorite podcast you listen to? This Actually, one. no. The favorite podcast I listen to would be Stuff They Don't Want You to Know by uh, the iHeartRadio team. I think it's a good. I've actually heard of it. I do. I like it. Yeah. They're very honest. Interesting. And true. My favorite podcast at the moment is. Oh, this is have you listened to Serial? Serial's really good. No. The first season's about um, this guy went to jail for killing his girlfriend, but he says he didn't do it, and they go through all the evidence. Like it's like a, it was feel, it was recorded over a whole year, and they cut up in like twelve episodes. And like, never much of a fan of the true crime genre. Really, I've listened to things and seen mm. documentaries and stuff, but mm. uh, it's kind of like, sure, it happened. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think you need to find something real engaging to it. Because like, obviously, there's so many, but if you find you find something really engaging, some of them are really good. Yeah. Anything else to sum up? No. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the On We Talk podcast. Anytime, boys and girls. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe to us on Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash On We E N N U I podcast. No, it's not podcast. It's Patreon.com slash On We. You are you a member? The Patreon. Yeah, I am. Yeah, are you? What's the best way to contact you directly? Um, I would say my mobile number, which is o four three three two one six nine four five. That is o four two one three nine two five four three again oh four two eleven five 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 one three double oh six what was, it? What was that the thing for oh six what was it the thing for what was it the reading writing hotline, hotline. Uh, did you ever use the reading hot writing hotline no no because you're not a fucking um retarded you are a literate or illiterate literate you're literate, literate. illiterate Ennui Talk is hosted by Matthew Winner, produced by Ennui. You can listen to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watch it in its entirety at youtube.com slash TV one You can show your support by becoming an Ennui Plus member, where you get exclusive series and podcasts, early access, and member-only perks. Join us at ennui.tv forward slash plus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.